Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Good evening and welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penkless and joining me as always, all fired up and ready to go, Michael Corbin. Michael, how are you? Uh, just just before we are uh, just before we start, I just want to make sure that I uh, cross souths off the pre- teams that are able to win the premiership this year. Oh, well after, done, well after, done. <laughs> uh, Melbourne put up fifty against oh. South on Thursday night. <laughs> you know what? Record, records are made to be broken. They are records made to be broken. Made to be broken. Last be year, broken. the Roosters lost sixty points to eight. First defending premiers to concede 60 points the following year. So. Yeah, and, and did we win the comp? No. It's no, a lot no. harder said than done. Uh, this record stood the test of time. Um, hey, maybe Souths can break it. They've got the talent to. Uh, we'll see how it goes. There are but... some times I'm so glad we don't live stream because <laughs> things I just want to... <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, but yes, I am a little fired up, Emmanuel. I am fired up because the bunker is incompetent it is abs it is a joke how how what happened on friday night emmanuel who like the the bunker just they blatantly screwed up the referee matt chechen we're talking about the friday night roosters game where uh a try was disallowed because a, a knock-on occurred right but in that play uh both james tedesco got shoulder charged to the head yep and Dylan Brown led with the knees and subsequently broke Drew Hutchinson's uh, ribs and caused a punctured lung. All right? Yep. Drew Hutchinson was sent to hospital at halftime. Yeah. The, refer- the on-field referee, Matt Chechen, said to the bunker, check the knees. What did the bunker not do? Check the knees. Check the knees. How how do you miss this? And then twenty minutes later, say, "Oh yeah, he's actually on report." Uh, sorry, and like this is after halftime. We don't get to use our eighteenth man. Uh, there's no sin bin. There's only a player put on report where really both incidents should probably put uh, both players in the bin. Roosters are down to I think it was sixteen men at the time. Uh, no, fifteen men after that because Radley was also concussed. Uh, and we lose all advantage. At that point of the game, it was uh, 18-10, I believe, to the Roosters. We were ahead and lost all advantage. And now these two players, uh, near Corre and Dylan Brown, uh, near Corre's got two weeks, Dylan Brown has three weeks. Uh, what advantage, and I spoke about this last week, what advantage do the Roosters get out of this? Yeah. What advantage does any team get out of this when you take a player out of the game and the bunker blatantly misses this and screws up as bad as they did? Yeah, well, the one, the one that, re- okay, I think Matt Chechen, Chechen, like this is the saddest part. I think he's the best ref in the game. I agree. I don't think he's to blame. No. So my issue is that there is so much clamping down on injuries at the moment. The bunker is obsessed with expanding its powers mid-game 
reviewing stuff it wasn't asked to review tiny tiny little reviews of every little minuscule detail for minutes after everyone else has made a decision i can't understand why the bunker has not appreciated the edict that's coming out of rugby league hq at the moment regarding injuries a yeah, back yeah. A, a knee to the back seems is one of the most common things that's picked up when the ta- uh, try saving tackles are made in those situations, we see them all the time, absolutely all the time. I, ju- I just can't understand why why it wasn't picked up at that time. It, it just doesn't make sense. They had more, like, they looked at this incident for a good three, four minutes. They yeah. looked at it thoroughly and they still missed this. And like you said, it's false promises from the ref, like from the NRL and the referee on clamping down on injury. Because at this instance, two players could have been injured for the Roosters. No action was taken. I don't want to make this a, oh, the Roosters got screwed thing. This is, the NRL has said, we are going to clamp down on uh, foul play that causes players to leave the field and not return. And they blatantly did not, the referees blatantly missed this on the weekend. And do you know what actually annoys me more is that so often we seem to get the tip off during general play about uh, an issue, an incident in a previous tackle, and the bunker has picked it up and reviewed it about a tackle later, and we go back for it. This, they had all the time in the world. That's what I can't understand. I don't understand what they were reviewing at this point in time. Uh, yeah, it, it baffles me what happened. And, like, okay, great. The refer- the, the video ref has been fired. The, the, uh, the referees that were in charge of the match have been uh, warned. What good does that do? Like, this, we're, we're now down to play for six weeks. And, yeah, like, you messaged me during the week as well. If it wasn't Dylan Brown and it was someone like... Sam Burgess, Sam Burgess Jerry, Jerry Warrior, Hargraves, Hargraves. It would have been send-off. Wouldn't have even Pangai? been a second guess. Pangai? Pangai. There's plenty of players in the NRL who referees know, watch out for this guy. If they set any slight foot wrong, see you later. It's exasperating. It's really exasperating. It's something that needs to be clamped out. The the knees to the back and the the feet coming in. I mean, the, the feet coming in, everyone seems to pick that up. That's a penalty. That's not yeah. allowed. You can't kick the ball out with your feet. It causes damage. This should be in the same boat. It's in a similar situation. It's just ridiculous. There was a guy arriving on the ground in pain. How, like, it... Yeah. Major screw-up, major screw-up, yeah. and... You just also described me on Thursday night. Guy lying on the ground in pain. Um, so I have one stat, one stat to okay. come out of, and, and then I want to move on. I don't want to talk about it yep. because I think there's distractions with the coach going next year and Reynolds' future, and I think it's starting to take its toll. I'll tell you who one player, one South player who might have been happy with that result was Adam Reynolds. Like, you should pay me. Pay me whatever you want. There are other you players get... missing. It's there, easy to there, say the halfback there wasn't there, there. Are, but you missed a lot. But there was a there was a lot of depth out. We don't all have sombreros like the roosters that cover this. Now there's one stat, Michael, and then we move on. I don't yep. want to hear it. Okay, the last time before Josh Adokar that six tries were scored in a game, 1950. Yeah, by someone uh, someone true. I don't care who it was by. All I know is Souths won the premiership. That's what I'm going with. That's my stat. <laughs> That's my stat, and I'm running with it. Fair enough. We move on. Uh, yeah. All right. Whatever. Um, it's magic it's, round. It's magic round. <laughs> Every game played up at Suncorp Stadium, and one of the one of the things I do like about Magic Round Emmanuel is seeing which teams willingly take their home games up there. Yeah, because it shows you which teams uh, struggle 
with uh, attendance and, you know, they might make a bit more revenue off this, bump the ticket numbers up a bit. So Manly are hosting Brisbane on Friday night, which was always a game that went to Suncorp. And yep. then this Magic Round concept came out of the um, out of the UK and it, it obviously didn't go ahead last year. But I remember in 2019, it, it was a bit of a, a big carnival atmosphere. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a big weekend. So Souths and Cronulla are the only two Sydney teams that play each other. Every other um, game that round is a Sydney team versus a non-Sydney team. So it's like we're already seeing the conference format yep. before our eyes. Yep. So big weekend ahead. There's no Thursday night footy. No, I'm going to miss it. Yeah. What, what am I going to do Thursday night? I'm going to have to talk to my housemate. Yeah, poor him. <laughs> um, so, should we run through the teams? Uh, yeah, let's do it. So, first game. We have Tigers versus the Knights. Now, if you were to say who has been Tigers' best player this year, Emmanuel, who would you say it's been? This is how we do it. This is how we do it. There we go. Adam Dewey has been kicked from the 5-8 spot. Do you understand this? Do you understand this move whatsoever? Because I don't. It's very strange. <laughs> it's a, it's a, obviously showcasing the talents of Moses Mbai to get him out of the Tigers. I, I, I just I don't know. I don't know. He um, Dewey was excellent last week. Um, he's been excellent this year for them. It, it, it's it, he's struggling. Match. He's struggling to to um, find talent to to put on the park, and he's got limited um, good players there. And Dewey is one of his better players, and he's trying to find a way to use him. But this constant chopping, chopping and changing just it, it reeks of sort of we don't have the depth, we don't have the talent, and we've just got to work with what we've got. Um, they're up against a Newcastle team that I don't think either of us expected to win last week. No. Um, and, and did very well in that game. They're still without Mitchell Pearce, but you've got to go with them, I think, the Knights. I think, you, yeah, I think you have to tip the Knights. One thing I'm noticing, and especially with my, my tips especially, it's like it's a lot of what have you done with me lately, what have you done for me lately, and you tip the team that's kind of won the week before. Wests did beat the Knights earlier in the season, though. Yeah. We saw them win, and it was an upset victory that we did not think would happen. Uh, I'm still sticking with the Knights. I think Caelan Ponga looked to have a bit more room against... Uh, the Raiders, the Raiders have not been good. The Raiders have been terrible, and we'll touch on them in a minute. Uh, yeah, I just we've seen Moses and Bay at five eight. We've seen Jacob Little at hooker who misses a ton of tackles. This spine keeps on changing, and I just I don't love it. I don't like what they're doing. I think Dewey is the preferred five eight option in this team. Uh, Zaxini has been blocked, uh, has been uh, dropped again. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot of chopping and changing. I don't, I don't see where this team, it's going to, I think they're going to be one of the two worst teams in the competition. Knights are struggling for consistency, which they always have. And they tend to lose games to bad teams, uh, when they shouldn't, but there's enough talent in this team to win. And with Kalen Ponga playing like he has been, despite the Roosters game, uh, I think this team, the Knights should win. Yeah, and you know, last week's Tigers game was a, like I think the last last week's Tigers game against the Titans. It was two teams that sort of can score points if they have to, but can't really defend. So there's a flurry of Titans points, a flurry of Tigers points, a flurry of Titans points, and then the Tigers came home strongly. Did that cover and make it look like a more impressive performance? I don't know. 
then again, you know, Newcastle had the big comeback win. So I, I just think Newcastle have a bit more talent, a bit more experience there. Yep, agreed. All right, Friday night. You spoke about this game before. We have Manly versus the Broncos. And Tom Travojevic's performance on the weekend. Extraordinary. It's, he's, it was one of the best individual performances I've seen yeah. ever. And I've been watching rugby league for 23, 24 years. Uh, he was just insane. He yeah. did. He was in everything. He had his hands in everything. And at the moment, you could say he's the most informed player in the competition. Which is crazy because how long ago was it? Was it three weeks? Sorry, round three, round four, we were talking about Manly. We were riding them off. They're yep. struggling. Their yep. spine's an issue. They've yep. got no hooker. They, they, did, they, still, they still didn't have a hooker. No. But they've got their fullback back and, and three quarters of the spine all on the field, all running fit. It, it's extraordinary. Yeah, he's they're absolutely killing it at the moment. They're on a bit of a roll. And against the Broncos team who loses their captain to an ACL injury, Pat Carrigan, gone for the season. Um, and a tough loss to the, the Cowboys uh, in the last minute of the game. I'm going with Manly uh, up at Suncorp. They're not going to have the fans behind them, but I think this team is just too too good at the moment. They're, look, they're leaking a few points, but attack-wise, they're all over everyone. Yeah. Flegler's back in. So Turpin's the captain. Mm-hmm. Flegler's playing lock. Um, and David Mead is back on the extended bench for Copley. Yep. Yeah. It's... I, yeah. I have to go Manly. I think they've I got think so. they've got a, I mean Cherry Evans and Trebojevic times two, they're on the field and that's it. It's going to be a good battle in the forwards though. Yeah, Jake it's Jake be a actually, really good battle. Jake started the season really poorly. Yeah, because he was like you know the combination. The combination there. has helped him a lot as well, and he's finding a bit of form, which is really important for them because yeah. he's a huge link piece in the middle there. Uh, I'm assuming you're going manly as well. Yeah, going yep. manly. Go manly. All right. Oh. Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock game. Can I tell you, Michael, I watched the Bulldogs and the Dragons. It was probably one of the... I watched every Souths game in the early 2000s. This was one of the worst games of rugby league last Sunday I've ever seen. Did they you, were just so watch, bad. Did you watch the Broncos-Bulldogs game from earlier this season? <laughs> yeah. The nil-all scoreline that I predicted mm. lasted half the game. So Yeah, look, but, the, yeah. Something is seriously wrong in Canberra. There is there is a serious issue there, and now they're just down on confidence. And uh, yeah. George Williams wants to go home. Um, There's rumours of a leak within the club. Leaks within the club. Stories about the captaincy and the delayed informing of the of everyone of that. Um, but then you're looking at Bulldog side. So um, Flanagan. Uh, Kyle Flanagan went to a press conference today and broke down. Yeah. Um, got very emotional, which I think just shows the toll and, and the pressure that he's been under. So he he was benched midway through the game last week. He's Apparently. not in the 17 for this week. Apparently he has cracked ribs. Apparently he played half a game with cracked ribs. It's, yeah. a, it's a lot of pressure yeah. um, on a player, and I think it's unfair that he's being made the scapegoat. Um, again, again, I just want to say one thing. If the Roosters don't want a player, maybe you don't sign him. <laughs> I don't know. Just what I'm. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Like he, he had one good half of football this season, and ever since he's been lackluster. One thing that I've noted, and I watched a lot of Carl Flanagan last year, 
is his kicking game is insanely one-dimensional. It's big, high bombs that land five metres out from the goal line, and that is it. He has no low kicking game. He has no short kicking game. He doesn't have a torp in his game. There's no creativity out of him. He's just very structured. But he's being coached now by a, a state of origin half. Okay? He's, he's his coach, and, and the coach should be working on this. I agree. The coach needs to develop this. The coach can't bring him out as the scapegoat. I mean, how many how many combinations are we going to see from Canterbury this year? Yeah, and yeah, none of them none of them seem to be working. Um, one thing I would like to say about Canberra is, so one of Canberra's problems this year has been their attack. It's been stale, right? And you're you're on the opposition's goal line, and you get a penalty. If your attack is struggling, why go for two? Why not try something? And they did this twice. They went up. They kicked the penalty to go up 2-0, and then once again, they kicked the penalty to go up 4-0. Chance your arm, see if you can spark something in attack. I just, I'm, it makes no sense to me why a team would go up by, go from two points to four points and not chance your arm and try get some points on the board, extra points on the board, when you're in a really strong attacking position, when you know that your attack, your attack has been struggling all season. Yeah, they're just lacking belief and, um, it, I, I actually can't believe it. We we would classifying them as one of the big six. Yep. Um, and where are they now? They're, they're I think they're about eleventh or twelfth or something like that. Yeah, it's it's yeah, just they're far absolutely, down. They're very far down. Yeah, they're twelfth. They're twelfth. They're twelfth yeah. below the Cowboys and Manly, who we were talking about this year is earlier this year is absolute battlers. So yeah, possible wooden spoon candidates. Yeah, I know. So yeah, um, yeah. I, this, but who are you going is, for? I'm gonna tip. I'm gonna tip the. Uh, I'm gonna tip the Raiders, just because they're still like Papali was good on the weekend. He looked like the week off helped him. I just think, and you've got Josh Hodgson back, which will really help. Um, White needs to find some form. Uh, I think right now, if you were to pick Origin teams, which we were gonna do this week, but we're gonna hold off till next week because there's so many injuries going on. Yeah. Um, if you were to pick an Origin team right now, I don't know if you put White in it. I don't think you do put Wyden in it. And yeah, like that's that's where, showing his. Where would Wyden go in your one to thirteen? He, he wouldn't be in there. But where? Yeah, well, it, he, you can't play him at centre because it didn't work last year, and there's better five eight options. Yeah, so, there's there's an undefeated club combo. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't beat that. I agree. So yeah, um, I'm stick. I'm going with Canberra this week. If they can't win this one and the dogs manage to get up, then their season is done. I think they're out. They're, see you later. And I'm not gonna. It's gonna be hard to tip them again, but this is this is one of those games where you think it might kick start their season a bit. Yeah. Five thirty, Cronulla and Souths. Now these two teams lost last week by a combined total of ninety eight nil, which is just absolutely traumatizing to think of. Adam Reynolds has been named. Um, He's conveniently going to be in Brisbane this weekend. So, and playing the club, he might be signing with next year. So, mm. it's all coming together. Um, playing I've been talking about. We've been. We've talked about South's defence. Okay, it's, it's come up the last couple of weeks. Yeah. We conceded a lot of points against the Titans. We conceded a lot of points against the Raiders, and we just really got exposed by Melbourne. Um, I understand there are a lot of a lot of our our more experienced players missing: Campbell Graham, Cam Murray, um, Adam Reynolds. But it, it was just. It was a woeful, woeful performance. And, you know, top eight sides, top four sides should be more competitive. I mean, we were talking about here second against third 
yeah. was the game the other night. Yeah. And that that is a massive, massive gap. The th- and the thing was, like, Adokar got to four. And they actually, like, were like, okay, let's see how many this guy can get. Yeah. And South still didn't do anything to stop it. Yeah. Like, okay. I know this guy is the fastest guy in the NRL. And a lot of those tries were probably tries that only he could score because he's faster than most players in, than everyone else in the NRL. Still, you should be wary that like they were they were hunting that side just because they wanted to get him over more times. Yeah. And South didn't adjust. Um, Benji Marshall has been good in attack at times, but he's a leak on defense. He's a turnstile. And they targeted that, and that's the problem. And Adam Reynolds isn't... Like, he's better than Benji, but he's not... Like, that That left, that right side of your defense is a bit of a problem, I think. Yeah, and, you know, Wayne spoke about Benji the week before in the Canberra press conference. Um, we miss Luttrell. We miss Luttrell. Definitely. And regardless of who's at fault for the, the judiciary and the suspension and all that, a stronger team... Uh, that's where I think we miss Corey Allen a bit as well because he filled in really well in that role last year when Luttrell got injured. Um, for Cronulla, they were woeful. Uh, this season for them, I think, is just a write-off. Yeah. Um, when, but when it's, you have so, a... it's so early to call that, I know. But Dugan's back, replacing Jesse Ramian. Uh, for Feeder, is back on the in the 17, which is a bit of a surprise. Mulatalo, mm-hmm. uh, Katoa, and Jackson Ferris are all at least another week away. Reynolds... Has an injured thumb and it will be targeted, I think. Um, Liam Knight has moved from interchange to lock in a swap with Jai Arrow, while um, Selly takes Patrick Margot's place on the bench. Um, can I just say, Will Chambers' return to the NRL has not been a successful one. No. He has been terrible in his two, three games? Two games? Yeah. He's been absolutely terrible in that centre spot. And Sharks are missing Ramian for, I think, the four, next four to six weeks. Yeah. So it's a big loss for them. Who he's probably been their best player this season, other than maybe Wade Graham, who was average on the weekend as well. Yeah, it's, Le- yeah. Look, Latrell and Mansour are at least another couple of weeks away. Um, Souths play Parramatta and then Penrith, so it doesn't get much easier. So we need this win to keep yeah, in touch. Yeah, you do need you need you do need this win. Um, and the fact that like that loss also hit your four and against as well. That's Badly. that's one of the big huge, that's one of the huge. big impacts of it. All right, uh, Roosters versus Cowboys. Oh, who you got in that game? You got South. I got South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going South over Cronulla. Um, despite South losing to Melbourne, they're still a better team than Cronulla, and Reynolds will definitely help them. Yeah. Okay, Roosters versus Cowboys. The Saturday night fixture. Um, Drew Hutchinson, as we mentioned earlier, is out. Uh, handy replacement though in Lachlan Lamb, who started the season at five eight. Um. It's not a bad replacement. It's not a bad replacement. They're just a, uh, I was talking to a colleague and long-time listener of the podcast, Clive, today at work. Um, he was talking about just... He's a one-eyed Dragons fan, absolutely can't stand the Roosters, but just admired what a well-oiled machine you guys are. You're lucky to have that depth. The only club, really, in the NRL that has it, probably with Penrith. Um, yeah, it's... Look, it's, it's fortunate. Um, it's going to be a challenge, but I still think you guys will win this game. Yeah, like you look at you look at the team, you've still got a lot of talent on this on this Roosters team compared to what the Cowboys are offering. Uh Tamalolo looked good though on the weekend. And we haven't seen that this year. No. He was at his uh like barnstorming best, breaking tackles, huge meters during the game. 
uh, straight up the middle, played 72 minutes, I believe, which is his most this season. So, yeah, he looked good, which is a good sign for the Cowboys. But the Roosters are still a better team. And yeah, they, had, they, had, they, had no, they had no right to be in that game against Power uh, before their injuries. Uh, they made it a competitive game. And, yeah, I think, I think the Roosters should get this done. Yeah, Cowboys unchanged and will have some supporters there, no doubt, pick, uh, barracking for the Queensland. Sure, yeah, I definitely, definitely will. Um, but yeah, Roosters for me. Still no, still no Suwali. Who knows when we'll no get to see No Suwali, and I think Cordner is coming back around 13? Around 14, 14? I heard. Okay. Mm. Now, this game is interesting. Warriors host the Eels, or host in Brisbane, uh, Sunday at one fifty. This is an interesting game because um, do we do we touch on the eels now? Go for it. Okay, so uh, last week the NRL went into, especially in Sydney, went into COVID protocols where uh, players couldn't uh, leave certain uh, their house unless it was to go get food or any necessary, uh, necessary movements or whatnot. Uh, Parramatta uh, allowed a lot of their uh, reserve grade players, or al- allowed a lot of their uh, fringe players to go play reserve grade, yep. and therefore they broke pro- uh, bubble protocols. Yep. Now, this means that they might not have 17 players come Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, so four players. And one of the big reasons is because they've now got two new players suspended. Yeah, Dylan Brown and... Brittany Cora. Yeah. So, Jacob Arthur, who's been picked at six, and then Raymond Stone, Joey Lusick, and Jordan Rankin, who are all in the 21, um, participated in the New South Wales Cup last week, as you said, and did not observe the protocols. They need um, permission so I to think, play. I think what's going to happen is they cannot train with the team. Until they've passed a COVID test. Until they've passed a COVID test, and then they can fly up to Brisbane on Friday. Yeah. And that's when they can join their team. Yeah. So all week, they're going to have no training. Yeah. So I think uh, like the likelihood is that Parramatta will have 17 players to take the field. Um, but, but not who they want. Yeah, it's not It's not what they want. They're not going to have any tra- much training, especially as they've got a new 5'8". Uh, the coach's son. Um, oh, is that right? Yeah, is that coach, who it is? That's who it is. Coach's son. Uh, who is partnering Mitchell Moses in the halves. Um, so, yeah. Coach let his son have a big night, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Cowboy, uh, Warriors, I'm surprised that Reese Walsh is not in the starting lineup. Because when he came on, they started scoring points again. And I don't know where you play him, but he's the future of this club, and I think you need to find a place for him. Yeah, he might just come on. Halfway through the game, depending. Yeah. Just ease him in, maybe. Mm. Or there could be a shuffle during the week. Who knows? Yeah. Um, the other thing for um, Parramatta is Reid Marnie has been named, but had HIA during the week. Yeah, so that was a bad one. He was that's out. probably a bit touch and go because yeah. he was in Disneyland. Yeah, so we'll see We'll see how that goes. It is a bit of a long turnaround, though. You've got about nine days because they played Friday night. Yeah. So that might be the reason why they think he should be able to play. I haven't heard that he won't play, so that, I think that's the reason why it's a long turnaround. Yeah. Um, so, is your tip pending for that one? Um, I'm inclined to back the Warriors, to be honest. But it depends. I'm, if Marnie plays, maybe it changes. I'm going to go Parramatta. 
there's one stat that I, I was going to throw out earlier as well. Uh, there's only one team to beat a top five team at the top five Roosters, Parramatta, uh, South, Storm, Penrith. There's only one team to beat a top five team all year that's not in the top five. Who's that? It's Dragons beating Parramatta. Yeah. It's the only team out of the, all the other all the other top five's losses have come against top five teams. So, yeah, I I think that trend will continue. That Parramatta will be the one that loses them. No, no, no. I think that the the top five teams will stay pretty undefeated against the bottom 11 teams. So you don't think this game could be one of those? I don't think so. I think think Parramatta win. Okay. Depending pending players playing, obviously. If they have half their team out, they're playing 16. I'm going the Warriors. But I think Parramatta have enough talent to win. Okay, 4 o'clock, Channel 9 game, Storm and St. George. Uh, Melbourne got some got some woes. Yeah. Um, this is a Dragons a chance in this. So Brandon Smith. Are they? Oh, here we go. Brandon, <laughs> we want the viewers to listen. Just say yes. Brandon Smith is suspended. Harry Grant and Munster are both injured, and Pappenhausen's in the reserves. Yeah. Um. So Riley Jackson at five eight. Kenny Bromwich at hooker. Um. Fanukins at lock. And uh, Smoothie and Eisenhuth on the bench for St. George. Ravalawa's back from suspension. Um, Farmasuli replaces round nine debutante Junior Amon on the bench. Ooh. This is actually a really good game. Both these clubs have big Queensland followings. Um, Melbourne got a lot of talent out. A lot of talent. Jerome Hughes, it's a lot of pressure on him. Still got a lot of talent in. I think. Yeah. I think I think Pappenhausen will come in, and I think what it'll do is it'll shift probably either Pappenhausen plays six or Nico Hines moves to six and Riley Jacks plays hooker. Um, considering this is the last game, one of the last games of the round, it's going to be a long turnaround. I think Pappenhausen will play. There's there's talks that he will play, um, and if he's in, this team is still. Yes, <laughs> it's look like I'm not counting Melbourne out. I'm not. I'm not tipping against Melbourne. Yeah, we've seen them with half their team out play reserve grade, a reserve grade team. And I still said win. that all I said was there a chance. All I said was Dragons are a chance. Yeah, got to give him that. Yeah, Dufty's been really good for them this year. He has been. He has been. Um, but I think Dragons have struggled against some of the top teams. Yeah, they've been found out. And yeah, Anzac Day. Anzac Day. Mind. Anzac Day comes to mind. But um, they beat Power. They did. But Para aren't the Storm. They're not. They're not. Although Para beat Storm. <laughs> <laughs> That's very rugby league. <laughs> uh, all right, last game of the round. This one is actually one of the ones I'm looking uh, forward to because there's just a lot of points that could be scored in this game, even though Penrith have a incredible defense. We have the Titans versus the Panthers uh, Sunday night. And... I can't. The Panthers are just what Nathan Nathan Cleary's confidence at the moment is at an all time high. There was this no look pass that he threw, uh, which set up a Matt Burton try, which was absolutely beautiful. His kicking game, everything is on a string. It's, there's there's no faults in his game at the moment, and it's, it's the same for all of Penrith. They're, James Fisher Harris is probably the best prop in the game. Um, I, you're not going to tip against them. 24 nil. Right? Yeah. 28 nil. 12 10. 
46 6, 30 points to 10, 20 points to 12, 24 6, 28 16, 48 nil. Incredible. They're, they're they've let in six, 60 points in nine rounds, I think. Yeah. Which is. They've got a four and against a of 200. Four and against 200. Yeah. Seven, eight points a game is insane. Ten rounds into the competition. They're, yeah, everything is firing. Uh, they're absolutely killing it. Uh, and it showed. Paul Momorowski was one of the best centers in the competition in the first few rounds. The first few rounds. Got suspended. He can't find his way back into his team. Because Stephen Crichton and Matt Burton have been so good in the centres. Yeah. Um, Kikau and Fafita will be a great, great clash. Yep. But, like, I can see... I can actually see Penrith just putting on a really big score here. Because it's going to be a bit like South last week with Melbourne. Because they're just going to be found out with their defence. Titans, Titans can't defend that well. And, like, they leak points against the Tigers... Yeah. They leak points against South, especially in the second half. And when teams start getting a little tired, like the Titans have, that's when Penrith, who are probably the fittest team in the competition, just strike and kill you. Yep. Okay, so, to round out the tips. Yep. We're both going Newcastle over the Tigers. We're going Manly over the Broncos. We're going Canberra over the Bulldogs. We're going Souths over Cronulla. Roosters over the Cowboys, Eels over the Warriors, Storm over the Dragons, and Penrith over the Titans. Are you? I thought you were going the Warriors. Oh, over it's the pending. Eels. It's pending. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and to update the tipping, I don't know how this happened. I got five last week. Yeah, a shocker. I, I'm also no, in a couple of. I'm also in a couple of. I'm equal with you. <laughs> I'm also you in a couple of ESPN comps, but I got seven out of eight in those. So I don't know what's going on here. Um, but Nick Saturis is uh, roaring with a, another magic round of that, 7 out of 8. That Broncos-Cowboys game flipped a lot <laughs> of teams. There was That was the big one of the week, was who's going to win that game? And, yep. Uh, and huge shout-out to Nick Saturis, who last night sent me a message saying, um, when will I get any competition from you young blokes in our footy comp? <laughs> so, um, and as I said to him, a typical Dragons fan thinking the comp... Ends in May. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Very so... Nice. Um, Alexander B back in second spot with seven out of eight. Jimmy Stavrianis dropped to five, uh, to third, or equal second, sorry, with his five out of eight. But I want to give a massive shout out to him because he celebrated 30 years at the NRL this week. Absolutely Huge. incredible achievement. Longest serving employee by a country mile. All the CEOs report to him. Uh, well done, Jimmy. <laughs> We're really proud of you, and um, thanks for listening. Um, then, so a bit of movement with Tom S. Uh, and Zach B. Uh, going into equal fourth with 51 after both getting seven out of eight. Um, Apenk has dropped and is equal with you, Corpse. Yeah. Me and Mark Val are all on 50 points, and then PSAT got. Seven out of eight and is uh, on 49 points and rounds out the top 10. Uh, commendable shout outs to uh, Mary Kay, <laughs> who also got seven out of eight. Nice. Um, and that's it. So, yeah, another week. It was a tough week. I told you it was a tough week, Timmy. Tough week, uh, and, it, and it, most it, people it, got seven. Most people, <laughs> most people got seven, but it's, it, uh, it changed the ladder a bit. 
It did change. Move the ladder around a bit, which is always fun. It's the rounds you want to look for. Um, yeah. Origin time is a hard time to tip. It is a hard time to tip. We have to do origin teams. We were going to do them this week, as yeah, you said, but we figured, um, yeah, we figured um, we couldn't we couldn't really get together because I couldn't talk about rugby league after Thursday, <laughs> and Michael uh, was going to hunt down the bunker. So uh, <laughs> yeah, hopefully we next week. But also, origin is two weeks tomorrow. I thought it was thirty. No, that doesn't sound right. I it was thirty days away. Ah, oh, no, twenty six. Twenty six of May, isn't it? Is it? Pretty sure. Oh, okay. Well, we should go. know this. We do a podcast. We should know this. Are we recording right it, now? <laughs> I thought it was round four, like in the middle of round 13 and 14. That's when I thought it was. Maybe. The only reason I say that is because that's when the fantasy buys are, and I'm kind of planning uh, my, uh, my team around it. Um, but yeah, I we will do Origin Teams next week. We wanted to give it another week because players keep dropping like flies, and we're not sure who, uh, we're not sure how much our teams will change. Uh, from now till end of, uh, by the time we record next week. But, uh, yeah, I think next Season's week. Season's progressing. Be. It's getting clearer. This is Penrith's comp to lose. Um, I'm waiting for someone else to become a threat. I just can't see it. It's Penrith, Melbourne, Penrith. depending on how these next couple of weeks affect Melbourne, they will be there. I, I think it's going to be a, a grand final replay um, with yeah, the result all, the other way. All signs are pointing to a yeah. grand final replay. Those two teams have been far and away the two best teams in the competition. Yeah, and uh, this Pen- week... Penrith has been a step above Melbourne. Yeah, and this week really just sort of exposed it. Exactly, exactly. Um, All right, that's it. We're done? We're done. All right, fantastic. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, as always, please rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on all socials. Um, and one more thing, Emmanuel. How good is rugby league? One more thing. One more thing. Michael, yeah, sorry to run that. I just thought of this, but... Given you're always fired up about something, if you can think of a name for that segment where Michael fires up and has a go at someone or something, uh, let us know. Yeah, if anyone, if anyone, if anyone has any ideas, uh, any titles for a segment we could run, I'm happy to lose my mind every week. Yeah, and if anyone's got a new suggestion for a new co-host, <laughs> let me know as well. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, we are replacing Emmanuel. Ah, <laughs> well done. Well played. Uh, all right. How good is rugby league, Emmanuel? How good is rugby league? Thanks, Thanks. guys.